Good morning or good day. We give praise and adoration to King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Ancient of this, who has sustained us thus far. May His grace be sufficient for us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In continuation of the message we started about leaders from the Old Testament, this morning we we'll continue with Father Moses. We stopped yesterday on his ministerial assignment. And we examined the ten plagues in Egypt and saw their significance. This morning we are rounding up this week by continuing the ministry of Father Moses. We will not be able to exhaust all. We are not in a hurry. By Monday we still continue. I believe God that it has been a blessing to you and to continue to be a blessing to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God used Father Moses for many things, just like Jesus. He was the writer of the first five books of the Bible, called the Pentateuch, called the five books of Moses. He will always be remembered for the Passover feast in which the blood of the Lamb was used in Egypt to separate between the Israelite, the Egyptian, when the angel of destruction was sent to kill all firstborn in Egypt. Moses was a true leader. He never took any step without consulting the Heavenly Father for guidance. He was a prophet, was a pastor, was a lawgiver, was an army captain, was an intercessor, and a judge. As a prophet of God, he had this record that he saw God face to face. So it's a figurative statement. But the Bible made us to know there was no prophet like him during his time or after him who saw God face to face. Deuteronomy 34, verses 10 to 12. And there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. In all the signs and the wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh, and to all his servants and to all his land, and in all that mighty hand, and all the great terror which Moses showed in the sight of all Israel. That is the testimony of God concerning Moses. What is God saying about me? God is God saying about you? I pray that God will give good testimony concerning us in the mighty name of Jesus as a pastor. He was trained. He was a trained shepherd who has led both the strong, the weak, the lame, and the fat sheep in the forest for 40 years. He has seen different characters exhibited and could tolerate them. He was a pastor. He was trained by God. He was prepared in the wilderness. God took him there to prepare him for leadership position. He went through that's it for 40 years. It's preparation of God. That's how God prepares his own people. And as we still see later, this was a process. As a lawgiver, he received the commandments from God. But the Israelite on Mount Sinai in Exodus chapter 19 and 20 was the one that gave the law. Through him, the law came. Time of Abraham was time of innocence. 
there was no law guiding them. But it was during the time of Moses that God gave the law. As a leader of God's army, he led the Israelites in overcoming nations. Though God was the one fighting for them, by sending hornets ahead to drive away the nations before them. I pray for you, my listener, this morning. The Lord will fight for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Those battles of life are beyond your power. They are not beyond the name of Jesus. They are not greater than the blood of Jesus. They are not greater than the word of God. So are you seeing it? God who fought for Moses will fight for you and give you victory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. His intercession saved the nation of Israel. Many times in the wilderness, God always attends to his cry. And I pray that God will attend to yours in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As a father or mother, as firstborn, or chief executive officer of a company, you are a leader. So, next to those, God's intention for punishment may be changed. If you could find someone to intercede as a leader, or maybe not to pray, or maybe your own role may be to cancel. But there are roles assigned for you. That you must play for those subordinate under you. Moses did not fail. You will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As a judge, he was leading close to two million people with different characters and were exhibited. And he had to adjudicate. And he did it well. I pray that God will give you grace to do your own well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Concerning his humility, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3. Bible made us to know that he was the meekest man on earth. Numbers 12, verse 3. Now Moses was a very humble man. Meekest person. More humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. That's the testimony of God concerning him. Moses' humility stands in his trust in God as the Lord. So that he was free of selfishness and ungodly ambition. He trusted in the Lord with all his heart. He is not leaning on his own understanding. He was free of selfish ambition or godly ambition. When he was challenged or threatened, he depended on God and trusted God for aid and defense. Scripture assures us that God delights to come to the aid of such a humble person. God, give respect to the humble. Are you humble in the heart? Are you humble? Do you have confidence in God? And make you humble that you will not be comparing yourself with another, but you are staying in your calling. You have trials, many trials. And as I said, on Monday we still continue with Father Moses from his own immediate family. He experienced trials from people in the wilderness. Korah, Dota, and Abraham, they had trials. Sabbath breakers, they had trials. Yet God helped him. What lesson are we gaining this morning from Father Moses? He grew up, lesson one, he grew up from the palace and spent the first 40 years there. Yet he was the meekest man on earth. Pride was not seen in his dressing, did not manifest in his statement. He was humble. All those pride that will have. Be ascribing to himself because of palace upbringing. He forgot about it, became humble. Of course, God took him to the bush 
for 40 years another train. That's number two. He had a unique train. First 40 years in the palace. How to relate with people, the poor and the elites. Second 40 years, bush training with animals. How to tend flocks. He was not too conscious about his calling. He was just focusing on God. He was not rushing. The last 40 years, God now called him to start the assignment. So in comparison, Noah waited for 120 years before the predicted rain came. The rain that was preaching about, they had to wait for 120 years before the rain came. God might have given you a vision of signs, of wonder, of miracle, of crowd. And yet, you are still leading 20, you are leading 40. Continue in your faithfulness. Vision is for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. Though it are wait for it, it will surely come. Are you today working as a salary earner? You are intending to start your own business any moment from now. God has already even shown you how people will be patronizing you, how you are going to be big, and very soon people will be patronizing you. Last, be big supermarkets. Wait for the appointed time of God. Continue and be faithful. Don't look for shortcut. Abraham, 25 years for promised child to come. How about Joseph? He waited for 14 years in different prisons. Prison of his own blood brothers. Prison of the Ishmaelite tradesmen. Prison in the house of Potiphar. Palace criminal imprisonment. Offenders of the king. Prison where the cabin was there too. Waiting. Our waiting depends on our understanding of men. Assures, it matures us, the broadens our understanding, period of waiting. God uses it for you to know different kind of people. You are the type that easily put confidence in men. God will take you to difficult, diff, two different, different people, difficult men, men of understanding, so that I can mature you and broaden your understanding of human being. Test of time will determine whether we can endure seemingly unfruitful preparation. For one train, for over 100 years, yet no soul was warm when no preached. Unfruitful preparation. Abraham was waiting for God. 15 years, 10, 20 years, 24 years. Unfruitful preparation. Seemingly, seemingly, but God knew that something is coming up. Time when you pray and fast, and yet God has not come. Just like Elijah on the mountain. First, in First King chapter 19, first, he had strong wind. He thought God was there. God was not there. Second experience, the earthquake. God was not there. Third, he saw fire. Yes, fire going before the Lord. Yet fire came that day. The Lord was not in that fire. It was on the fourth time the productive preparation came. Still small voice. They had been preparing, but it was as if every preparation was unfruitful until the still small voice. There are stages in ministry. As a pastor, ministry could be, as a pastor, there are stages. Your own ministry could be your business. Even, it could be where you are working, because some might be on salary, earning, till they retire and 
wait on their pension and keep working with it till they pass on to glory. So God will prepare us in different ways. The virtues and conviction, the encounter at the burning bush. Learn a lot. Mr. Virtues, the conviction that he had before he entered the ministry. He had that patient. He had that encounter, the bunny bush. He saw the experience. He experienced God at work. That gave him conviction. He also had personal conviction. The, the hand became leprous. The rod turned to snake. That's personal experience. God took him further by taking him to the palace to convince him more by doing the ten plagues because the journey is far. What about the sacrifice? You have to sacrifice certain things. The calling of God will cost you something. He left his earlier position to fulfill the hard calling from palace connection to the bush. Despite that, he was sharing the flock, yet he's here enjoying with his father-in-law. But God had to take him out to do the hard calling. His calling, he knew where to go and what to do. You need to be sure about that before you jump into the calling. He had a conviction about his task to lead the people of Israel. His humility was the most humble leader at that time. I pray that God will give us grace to humble ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There are lots we will learn from Father Moses. For this morning, we are rounding up. Let's not forget, God's own time will come. Wait appointed time of God will come. Keep on being faithful. Keep on being honest. Wait. Destructive criticism will come. Constructive criticism will come from any angle. Just endure. Hold on to the vision. Don't compromise. The Lord will continue to be with you. Enjoy your weekend. God bless you in Jesus' name.